재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Today's Thursday segment we are renaming as it is quite a weird, mysterious and tragic theme vanished flights and pilots throughout history. We got the Bermuda Triangle, we got UFOs, we got all kinds of things. We got some very famous pilot names for you today. Absolutely, and it's uh, unfortunate that these incidents happen and sometimes it is within a certain geographic location where it just continuously happens. Mm, Which makes it weird and very tragic. Sure, sure sure enough, it's definitely not wonderful. And we'll start off with Amelia Earhart. We've heard about her. We've read about her. Uh, we've seen her in in uh, in documentaries and short clips and things like that through history books. Amelia Earhart uh, was an American aviation pioneer with many early records. She was, of course, the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean and receive the U.S. Distinguished Flying Cross for this accomplishment. But in July 2nd, 1937, she disappeared over the Pacific Ocean near the island of Howland. Her final transmissions uh, to the nearby ship, Itisca, Itisca uh, indicated that she believed that she had reached Howland Island, but she was actually at least eight kilometers away from the island. And what made her miscalculate the distance hasn't been clearly identified and there are many theories about her disappearance including a failed crash landing into the ocean a surprisingly complete theory of japanese capture perhaps and an explanation that assumes that Earhart instead decided to land on a different island gardner island but the exact cause of her disappearance is still unclear yeah right it's it's quite uh it makes us a bit nervous every time we fly a plane because of these incidents in the past take off and landing for me or the i'm just like nope not looking sure yeah absolutely (laughs) but she's not the only one no no we've also got for you frederick valentic on October 21st, 1978, 20-year-old Frederick Valentik disappeared during a flight in his Cessna 182L. Uh, during the flight, he reported being accompanied by an unidentified aircraft. But, as Frederick flew over the, ba- the Bass Strait between Tasmania and mainland Australia, as he radioed air traffic control just after 7 p.m. to report that he was being followed by an aircraft, the air traffic control responded, saying there was no known traffic nearby. Meaning, no planes on the scope, Mm -hmm. no planes on the radar, no planes reported in that area. So what was following him, nobody knows. But Valentik described the aircraft as large and illuminated by four bright landing lights. It purportedly passed about 300 meters overhead and was moving at very high speed. Now, 300 meters on the ground sounds like a pretty long distance. Mm -hmm. But in the air, 300 meters is Terrifying. Oh, sure. I, uh, my my uncle flew uh, small planes, and I, I rode with him a few times. And if we passed within a mile, which is one thousand six hundred meters of another plane, that was scary. Oh, so three hundred wow. meters—that's like if you're on the road and somebody's uh, side mirror clips yours. You know, it's like it's real close. Um, but finally, Frederick stated that the UFO was orbiting above him and had a shiny metal surface and a green light. Air traffic control asked him to identify the craft, to which Frederick responded, it isn't an aircraft, before his transmission was interrupted by unidentified noise described as metallic scraping sounds. Contact was lost at this point, and neither Valentic nor his plane were ever seen again. 
I wonder what happened. That's that's some nutsy stuff. I mean, if he'd been flying in fog or something, there's mm-hmm. there's a because you, you strap yourself in pretty tight into a, 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 a plane, the seat of a plane when you're flying. Mm-hmm. So there are instances where in foggy weather, sometimes pilots will get disoriented and start flying upside down. Um, this is why they've really upped instrument flying capabilities like gyroscopes and stuff like that in planes to properly display the the attitude of your, your aircraft. But... Um, yeah, if he'd been flying in clouds like that, I would assume maybe he was flying upside down and got close to the water. Mm. Maybe ran into a ship or something. But again, no no proof of the aircraft was identified. And the same goes for the Star Aerial, another aircraft owned, uh, by, owned and operated by a British South American Airways, which disappeared without a trace over the Atlantic Ocean while on a flight, of course, between Bermuda and Kingston, Jamaica in 1949. And to this day, very little is known about the cause of disappearance. I mean, the captain chose a high-altitude flight path to best take advantage advantage of the excellent conditions but despite the perfect weather it's it's made its last contact at 9:42 a.m. disappeared made it another mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, that's all for today's weird and tragic. If you are traveling, you know, for the upcoming weekend or weeks ahead, please do stay safe. We'll leave you guys with Aerosmith. Fly away from here.